0: Yeah, what no, so happened, man. I was at this uh, bear, like this robot bear thing a couple of weeks ago. That Dan the Plot Pup, uh, he had never done anything like it, and it was a competition, which I didn't actually sign up for, but the guy who ran the competition signed me up for it uh, without me knowing it. So I didn't know we were competing until we were done. <laughs> but um, it's this thing where they needed to do they needed to follow a drag for wasn't that long a hundred little over a hundred yards a couple hundred yards through the woods into this pen and then they let them loose and and you know you let the dogs loose and the dog sniffs around follows the drag until it comes to a stuffed bear like not a life-size yeah like a life-size mounted taxidermy Brown bear
1: taxidermy bear yeah
0: on a remote control rascal racer <laughs> ra- yeah like a remote controlled uh, wheelchair chassis my and first they-
1: response to bear was man i need one of those oh yeah yeah, <laughs> but, right that'd I mean, make
0: training a lot easier half of the people who have contacted me have been like how do i how did you make that
1: now how do i get one of those how do i get <laughs> well, you one go of those?
0: you gotta go kill a bear you gotta go <laughs> first you kill a bear. So, um, anyway, Dan. Dan did really well. The, the trailing didn't, went off without a hitch, and he got in there and and was just right in this right in this bear's you know right up in its grill, but far enough away so he wasn't gonna get himself smacked when it was facing him. And then he went in and like he gripped or I, I, what do you even he call he was that? healing right. What do you call that in in uh, in in the sheepdog world? It's called gripping when they turn their back and then the dog goes in and you know gives him a nip
2: yeah yeah we we call that a good bear dog a i good don't know bear what dog, else yeah. to call it this yeah, called was,
0: being smart yeah. yeah right so he, was he i mean he just did just a great working him yeah just did a good good job and ended up um coming in second place uh behind a dog that, how many how old nine, months. What, nine months nine months yeah. nine yeah. months old so he won the puppy like the young dog class and came in second place overall and there were there were thirty-something dogs there, um, and you know we had fun. I thought it was—I thought it was a really cool thing. The bear was a really cool thing. The guy who put it on is is a guy who is one of you know. Or, I mean, realistically, he is Norway's premier bear hunters. Um, he he goes over to Sweden every year and hunts a bunch of bear. He's got plots from. He's got plots from Canada and he's super serious into this stuff. And, you know, he was impressed with, uh, with Dan, he talked about him, you know, on his social, on some of his social media profiles and things like that, which, which I really appreciate. It was a lot of fun to be there. Really cool to see Dan work. Definitely made me think that, Hey, I've got a talent on my hands.
1: Yeah, for sure. But that's his first time, right?
0: Right. I mean, he's never, never been, I mean, it's like, yeah, you got lucky. I, I mean, I, I mean that nicely. You you got a dog out of good stock,
2: but in the end, you know, I hear guys talking all the time about these do it all dogs by six months, seven months, eight months, nine months. I'm not saying they aren't out there. I mean, but I mean, is that really a true and accurate? Like, is that what you can expect from a puppy? Like if you went and got another dog, you think it would do the same thing Dan's doing? No, I I don't. My
1: expectation would be no. Yeah, me too. Just because I've taken a a numerous amount of five-month-old pups and been like, okay, cool, we're going to go see a coon because you're killing it. And the first coon I show them, they're like, "No, no. no." Not going over that thing bites. It's mean. It's hissing at at me. Like, I don't want nothing to do with that. Right. (laughs) And then, then, you know, five months later, it's like, oh, I'm going to kill him. So, yeah, my expectation would not be. I mean, when Bear sent me that video, I was like, my first question is like, that is so cool. Is this the first time he's seen this? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, dude, that's, right. that's just awesome. Right. Yeah. It's
0: not the norm, I would no. say. No. And I, I realized that and 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 have, but what's kind of blown me away a little bit is that, you know, I was, it's not like I, I was really clear that this is a young dog mm-hmm. and yet people have been contacting me from all over the place, and a lot of them are inviting me to hunt, which is which is awesome. You know, I'm I'm totally so I, totally on board with that. But then people are contacting yeah, me part. to, <laughs> you know, they want to breed to him, they want to buy him. You know, there's like a lot of, a lot of like weird stuff that doesn't make sense to me. Like in what I. You know, rather than rather than jumping, when I saw all this going down with this with this robot bear, which I mean, let's face it, the robot—it's cool, but it's not—it's—it's it's not exactly the real thing. You know, you don't have a sure. roaring, mon- right. stinky monster, you know, r- right. raging in your face. You know, biting, yeah, stomping, sure. right? You know, right. and I think he'll probably do pretty well with those things. At least I've got something to work with here but you know assuming that this is a you know the uh, assuming that what i've got is god's gift to bear hunting i is it's just it would be insane (laughs) to me you know
2: seriously there's about 500 guys in front of you with that dog
0: right exactly (laughs) and i mean it it just be to make that assumption to be like oh well what i've got right here is a nine-month-old Finnish bear dog. it's just it's insane to me it's it's an insane thought and when i saw this going down it wasn't like all right, I've got you know, I've got an awesome dog here. It's like, whoa! I need to be real careful because I've got, I've got a talent here, and yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I've I've Don't got something to work with. Let's try not to screw this up. And I feel like just right. be like, sure, we'll come to Bosnia and <laughs> <you>
2: know, run. <laughs> it
0: puts r- a lot of garbage. Uh, pressure, doesn't it? It does, but it also, honestly, I was a little bit surprised at how many people didn't seem to really have a concept of what the, uh, the appropriate resp- in my mind, what the appropriate response to dealing with a young dog is.
1: Yeah.
2: That's hard. It's like, weird. Cause they're all different. I mean, like, so, I mean, I think it's safe to say that Dan is exceeding your expectations Definitely. at this age. Right. I mean, he, he has he really the whole mine. way.
0: Yeah. He, he has the whole way. It's so, been tougher than I've expected him to be really the entire way which has been which has been good but i also realize at least from you know some of these other working dogs that i've had in the past that the ones that are the ones that are the best as pups doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be the best adults it you know the yeah. it means that they've got some talent there but if i if i start to treat them like they are not 9 month old puppies because they're acting like 4 year olds Mm-hmm. If I start to treat them like a four four-year-old, I I am going to put those dogs into situations that they're not mentally capable of they're not of, ready for of handling. Before. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and yep. especially here in where we've got the limits on the number of you know, number of hounds we can put down on a on a bear, you know, here in you know, in Scandinavia, I think it's a limit of 2. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, in Sweden, there's a limit of 2. You know, so it's, it's basically going to be, if I, you know, when I put him down on a bear, it's going to be Dan making up sort of 50% of an equation that I'm, I'm not, I'm skeptical that he is experience. mentally prepared to deal with.
1: Yeah.
2: So what about you, Jared? I mean, I'll, I'll circle back to bear, yeah. but for a nine month old puppy, I mean, everybody's different. What, what do you expect out of
1: like a nine month old? Yeah. <laughs> When I talk to all of my clients uh, from the bird dog side, it's always about managing your expectations. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the very first lessons that I'm trying to tell people. And we've had this conversation on multiple podcasts. Just because my dog is this amount of you know months old or this amount of years old, he should be doing X, Y, Z. And we talked yeah. about that till we're did. But um, I don't know, man. I I kind of come from. From the bird dog side, it's a real easy to have a nine-month-old dog that's doing what, you know, like a two-year-old hound would be doing. Because I can put him on. Progression-wise. Uh, yeah, I can put him on 100 birds a month. When he's four to five months of age, I'll get him excited. And then around seven, eight months of age, I can start kind of pouring some fuel to the fire. And I've, I I, caught myself very early with hounds. Pulling that expectation over to hounds and it just doesn't work. You, mm. you can't. It's way different. Yeah, you can't say, "Oh, I've got," I want to see a six-month-old hound doing these things, or I'm not feeding him. And I'm guilty of saying that. I've said. Oh, that. there's a lot of guys. I've out there said like that, that multiple times. It's like, you know what? I'm just not going to feed him if he's not doing these things. Um, the longer I'm in the game, I think you have to be. You got to manage your expectations, and I think that's exactly what Bear's referring here. He's saying, you know. Wow, that was cool to see. It was cool to to watch him uh, explode and fire and and be engaged. But Bear's smart enough to go. Well, that, you know that doesn't mean he is now uh, ready to go chase a 400-pound sure. boar with another dog. And I expect him to you know run that bear to the ground. That's a, that's unrealistic expectation.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I notice. I mean, there are a lot of guys out there. Hey, if it's not doing X, Y, Z, it's not going to live in my kennel. Right. And I think everybody has to have that benchmark. I mean, realistically, or we'd be doing all of ourselves a a disservice. You know, you're trying to, you know, reach a goal like as a breeder, you're trying to produce good dogs or as a, a hunter, you're trying to go out and have success whenever you can go. But I... Bear kind of hit it on the head when it comes to just because a dog's starting off and firing like that, it doesn't mean they're ready. And I think it's almost easier to screw up those early starting dogs. Like in the experiences I've had, that there's so much pressure on you to do things. I think you almost interject yourself a little more because you see this progression, right? And then it's, it's one of those things where you can say, well, we can push a little harder here and then you start forgetting that that's a 9-month old puppy like Bear right. said and you're treating it like I, i'm guilty i will tell you this i've done it time and time and time and time again you get a good one and they're rocking and rolling and you forget all about the fact that that is a 9 10 12 month old pup you yeah. know right and then they screw up and it's like you're holding this dog to a standard that is totally unrealistic Right. Correct. just because they've they've done a good job so far you know, they're, they're going to have those moments, their dogs, their puppies. Right. And then yeah. I guess where my biggest downfall was, is I reacted in the way that I would react to a four-year-old experienced dog. And right. it, it's just not good. I'm not, I'm better now. I will say, you know, I sure. haven't screwed a puppy up in a little while, but it's, uh it's tough. Mm. It's really tough to be realistic and still keep your head in the game and realize that these dogs are still dogs and they're puppies, they're young, they're inexperienced. You know, where is that realistic? I mean, where do you draw the line where, A, you hold yourself to a standard and right. you're trying to to maintain a, a certain level in your pack, and B, you just back off a little bit and, and accept those screwed up nights, you know, that you're ending up chasing a deer for, Hours and hours, or, or right. whatever.
1: The way it the way it balances for me is if I see, if I see, there's certain things that I see in a dog now on a bird dog, that there, there's all these things that he's doing correct, and then let's say he hits a little maturity plateau there where I have to let him mature mentally, but if he's doing, you know, eight out of ten things right, he's pointing, he's retrieving, he's bird drives to the roof. Um, you know, he's engaging with me when I want to engage with him and talking to him. If he's doing all those things right at four months to six months, eight months, somewhere in there, then I'm like, okay, cool. I got it. Now I just got to let him tell me when he's ready to go to that next level. Right. And, and some dogs, yeah, I have people call me all the time. It's like, well, my dogs, what are you going to do with my dog in this, in this three month period? And it's like, it's totally up to the dog. Because I have some right. dogs that come in here, their maturity level is way high and they can just, they can, they're taking one concept, they get it down in a week and the next concept comes, they're like, yeah, bring it, man. And they just love it. They just dig into it and they just excel. And right. part of dog training is knowing when to push push forward and then when to stop and go back and when to push and when to release. And and that's that's a real hard thing to learn because you have that's experience.
2: Right, and I'll I'll circle back on this, like, because we're talking about maturity and you know where that dog's at mentally. And Bear, I remember we talked a while back on a podcast about just mental toughness, mm-hmm. and that is something that does not come, I think, at that young of an age. You it's know, unusual. like there's there's yeah. that, yeah, yeah, like you'll get that ignition, that spark, you mm. know, that that head start. But they're just not they're not sound yet. I I don't know if that's the right word for it. Well you've you've got that knee jerk mentally
0: tough. Right. You've got that knee jerk reaction which can be really really promising. You know, you see that that, rather than walking back that that pup kinda gets a little bit, you know, gets a little intense. And Mm -hmm. that's really nice to see. It's but at the same time there's gotta be a reasonable reasonable expectation for You know, how long is that dog going to be able to maintain that knee-jerk reaction when things start to go wrong? And that's what's that's what struck me as really unusual about about Dan. You know, Buzz is a good dog. You know, my other dog, he's he's a good dog, but mentally he is not as as tough as Dan is. Yeah, right. I I see that when Buzz, when he gets certain types of challenges. He rises to the occasion and does fantastically. But he tangled with a fox uh, when he was, I mean, not that old, but not that young either. I mean, he was not, he was under two, but over, over a year and a half anyway. Mm-hmm. And he fought with a fox that, it, you know, and now he'll he'll get right up close to it. He'll get right on its butt, but he won't engage with it anymore. Mm. You know, he's not into, you know knock down drag outs with he's no hair with porter. the foxes right no right. and i mean and i i accept that about him it's 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 what it is you know because he doesn't have that that kind of mental toughness that kind of aggression he doesn't have any aggression he does it because everything for him is fun and he's able <laughs> to dig deep and go through the snow and go through the cold and you know deal with all of you know things that would break another dog potentially, like Vitby, for example. She, you know, when it gets real cold, she'll she'll run back for the truck. You know, she she has a limit in terms of cold. Um, but Dan, he's just he's just this other thing where he he has that nice first reaction, but then he'll just keep it going. He won't stop. You know, it's like when he was four and a half months old and ran after the moose, got kicked in the face, and I found him at four and a half months old with this moose pushed up into some bushes, you know, bleeding from both of his nose, you know, nostrils. I mean, and that was an hour and a half after he'd first bumped that moose. I mean, which is just, it's, it's a long time. It's crazy. I mean, he's, and on the one hand, I'm, I'm excited about it. But on the other hand, it's also like, okay, this is, you know, this is something I'm going to need to temper really carefully mm-hmm. because he's tougher than I think he you know he, t- he 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 talks a big game that he's able to back it up so far but I think that he is ultimately going to be tougher mentally than his he's going to check cast checks that his body is not going to be able to uh,
1: <laughs> yeah
0: you know right pay basically it is it, is that
2: self-preservation yeah it, it, that switch gets flipped off sometimes right, right? and
0: he's learning because like i said you know he got kicked in the face by the moose and because i think he went right for its nose and now with this bear he was like this or this robot bear he was there was no way he was getting in towards its face but was right up and you know t- grabbing its grabbing the back leg of this bear as soon as its back was turned so it seems like he's learning like he's got some he's level smart. of common sense he's not just you know running in there and tearing into it like you know, a total idiot, but at the same time it's, it's, he's not bonsai and you know, he's not a face biter. Right. But you know, it's it when we've talked about this before, there's an expectation here. We talked about it in terms of, in terms of, um, Vitby, who's now four ish. <laughs> ish. That and means four plus. <laughs> yeah. I think she's probably four plus at this point. I think she was, she's four and four in a couple of months. um, you know, that's been a real slow burn with a totally broken, you know, same deal, a dog that showed promise as a pup and just got thrown in way, way above her head. And it broke her mentally. And I've been using the last three years, you know, building her back up again. And, you know, it, it's it's taught me a lot, but it's also a very, very clear, I, you know, very, very good example for me about what I would like to avoid with, with Dan. You know, I would like to avoid putting him in the same position where, you know, he ends up burning himself out. um, You know, but the, that is the expectation over here. And I'm sure it's the same in a lot of different places, but there's, you know, with, when you've got that, you're only able to drop that one hound. Everybody's looking for a dog like this Mm -hmm. that can do, that gives the impression that they can do everything from a young age. Right. Sure. And, you know, I, th- I think a lot of dogs are pushed too hard and ruined and a lot of dogs they're given up on too early because they're not, you know, showing that tendency to go, you know, Rambo on their first. Early. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to make it'd it over diff- Sweden be- to Sweden. Yeah,
1: it'd be a different scenario if you had five or six finished bear dogs, you know, and then you throw Dan in there with them. Right. And that bear turns and charges and bluffs and gets all backed in the corner and gets pissed off, then you know, you know you've got five dogs that are just gonna sit there face to face, right? Just right. bam, 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 and and that dog's gonna be like, cool. This is how this game's played. I get it. Right. I, I you know I know when to be tough and I know when to back up a step and when to when to put when to pour on the heat and when to back up and and that's but uh, to do that in a two dog scenario would be. In my opinion, would be way different. So oh,
0: um, it it is way different. You know, I've not even been in that situation, and I mean, there's no there's no question that it's different. You know, and and for for and there are some positives there. You know, when you get because what we're hunting over here is not they're not black bears, they're they're brown bears, so they're not going to tree. You know, they're going to stay on the ground, and you're going to have to bay them up, and then they're they're. You know, sometimes they kind of just take it easy and yeah. stop start ignoring the dogs, but sometimes they get pretty angry. Right. And you know, one of the benefits of having two dogs is that when they charge, the dogs just split. You sure. know, they yeah. th- they they get out of the way really easily, whereas if you've got a big pack, you know, you may have that one dumb puppy up front who's got to wait for the 15 dogs behind him to get out of his way before he can get out of the way of mm-hmm. the bear. So, <clears throat> you know, there's very few dogs that get killed by bears while hunting over here because they've got the you know they've got the room they've got the room to you know shuck and jive a little bit right
2: and that's the side I was almost going to lean to is I feel like it's a mix I mean it's a blessing and a curse I think in some ways because you know you turn Dan loose on a bear by himself I don't think he's going to go out and you know do anything that's going to get himself hurt in some ways. Mm. Like if he's already kind of learning the concept, I think you throw him in with another dog. Then you start amplifying it. If you got a dog that knows how to work a bear and you put him in with it, he's going to rise to that occasion. Mm. And then you start putting him with, you know, let's say you were here and you dumped him in with a pack of five or six bear dogs. All of a sudden you got a cheerleading Mm. section as well. And you're trying to one up, you know, the dog next to you, and you're making stupid decisions with no way to get out, like you said. Right. You know, they get all piled up in there, and it's hard for a dog to move. Yeah. So, I mean, I am I can go either way on it. I think that if they're running less dogs, I've always found, with my poor excuse of bear dogs, you know, I just, I never, knock on wood, had any problems with dogs getting tore up real yep. bad. Yeah. You know, especially when I was alone you know when you had three four dogs I mean my old Henry dog I mean he, he's done it by himself um, I just I don't know I, I get really torn on that one I love listening to you guys talk about it because I I totally agree with Jared in some ways mm. you know you get in that, that crew and everybody's working together and they, they feed off of that and they can learn but it's like at some point is it self preservation or is it is he learning from those dogs to back off and get away and right it'll be interesting to see how he yeah, progresses. It's gonna be
1: exciting man. I'm pumped I'm excited to see about it, it man. So yeah. am I. So am I. I think it'll be fun. I'm I'm so looking what, forward to when it, is so when are you sending him over here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah Jared needs some bear dogs, right? No, <laughs> I know I've got plenty.
1: No I... I mean from my from my own experience I got um a lead dog uh, her name's Josie, and she she taught a lot of my young dogs how to run bear, and she turned she taught them how to bay bear, and then when those bears turned to run, she would just pour on the heat, man. Mm-hmm. And if they if those bears wanted to fly, she would just fly with them, you know. And so a lot of dogs have learned, hey, this is when we gain ground. Is like that a dog you had bugger.
0: from a pup?
1: No, no, I bought her as a finished hound from a gentleman up in Oregon. Okay, yep, but. It, it just leapfrogged me from you know anyway, so the, the experience I had was getting a couple of really nice Finnish dogs, throwing those pups behind those Finnish dogs, and it didn't take very long for those Finnish dogs to teach those younger dogs how to win. Right, and so yeah. you know, and, and everybody's country's different. Our country's wide open in a lot of places, so you're not going to get pinned in a bunch of you know scenarios where the dogs can't get away from the bear. Not not usually. But I guess, I guess my point was if, if I had Dan here, it would be like, cool, I'm going to turn him with these four and I'm not worried about Dan getting hurt and not worried about Mm -hmm. Dan getting in a bind because those four dogs, if he gets pinched somewhere and they, you know, he's singles on that one, one pup, those other four Mm -hmm. are just going to hit that bear right in the back, you know, and then he's going to whip around and be like, and so I've just watched, I've watched Josie teach my dogs how to bear bear, how to you know, not get pinned, mm-hmm. and then when that bear's running downhill, like, <laughs> we're going to gain ground right here, and when he goes up sure. that hill, we're going to gain some more, and we're going to wear him out, and then, you know, not quit, just go, 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 give it whatever it takes. I mean, I I had a lot of young dogs early that would, when you're 20 miles into a bear race, they were just like, Pfft. I'm not I don't know what we're doing here. I'm not even I'm not <laughs> this doing not this, right. right? And Josie's like, yeah, just screaming. So when I got better quality dogs, they would hang with her and it was like cool. Yeah. Now now I've got dogs that are she's pushing at this level and I got dogs that are hanging with her at that level and those dogs learn. Sure. And so I that that's where I was coming from is having sure. a young dog, you're not too worried about turning him out with four four dogs that can handle the scenario without him. And he's just going to learn while he's there.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, I, I totally, totally agree with that. But then I I feel like it's my responsibility in in this case to make sure that the dogs that I do introduce him to the real thing with together with are of that quality that aren't going to just be like the, you know, bump standing behind him, you know, standing at his hip, like egging him on, you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, but at the same time also not be the the so intense that, you know, they they beat up on him when he gets in there, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's, but it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting uh, to see, you know, I'm hoping to get over there to Sweden um, at the end of this week, but it's not looking good in terms of uh, border closures and things. So, we'll Dang see Rona. yeah we'll see how that works out <laughs> no it'll
2: be nice to hear how it goes um because i i would like to see how he handles it you know like you said with them not treeing that's the factor you know i mean yeah you you can find bears that don't tree but i mean where where we were hunting most of them went up right so it's a totally different factor like you're hunting something a right. little different you know you're gonna walk into a a potential situation there So I'm excited to hear how he handles it and how bear number two goes. I mean, even more so than bear number one, like, right. I want to hear what happens and see, see how he keeps progressing.
1: I'm going to bet that he's going to win. Yeah, Yeah. I hope I would
0: too. I'm going to try and set him up for success. And, you know, the, uh, the bear season works on a quota over here. So there's quotas Mm -hmm. for areas and there's, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of bear hunters. So, you know, it's, Cool. There are years where you just, you don't even get on a bear because the, you know, the, the hunt is over after the first morning, you know, wow. um, because people are just into it. There's a big, uh, the unfortunate thing now is that the the only area that's open in to Sweden right now is where I was going to go anyway. So that that works out okay, but it now means that a bunch, it's sort of Pressure. concentrating the bear hunters in that area. Mm-hmm. and um you know there are some really good bear hunters that are going to be rolling in there that are you know m- most th- there's efficient. a possibility that they're going well to be well equipped the, right they're going to be you know they're going to beat us to the right. bunch and and yeah. um you know so we may not even get on to anything but uh if, if we do i'm going to be real interested so to i don't see say that does. yeah yeah don't say that man so, you will go get on one. I hope yeah. so. Yeah, I hope I. I hope I'm even allowed to go over there. You know. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I guess me the, keep the gate open.
1: I guess the underlying principle here is just learning how to manage your expectations. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I, I think I feel like if you place
2: unrealistic expectations, you set yourself up for disappointment. In, in general, I mean, just take it at face value take your wins, however big or little they're going to be, and, and you know, consider those a good thing, mm-hmm. but don't, you know, there's so many factors involved just just take your wins, and move on, and just be realistic because they're going to do stupid stuff or they're going to, you know make a mistake here or there, for sure but I'm with you, yeah, Lower, lower your expectations a little bit to a level that dog can make and you'll be a lot happier than Setting the bar way high and just absolutely wondering
0: what what could have happened. Absolutely, absolutely.